Hey, 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 PJ. Yeah. What are the systems most RV owners seem to have questions about? Or is it the plumbing or the winterization, or the water heater, batteries, electrical? I would say all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where would you send someone to learn about all these RV systems? Oh, you know, that's easy. I would absolutely go to NRVTA.com. And they have an RV Basics Home Study course for only $397. And you get a thumb drive full of great information about your RV. But if you put in RV Small Talk in the promo code, you get 10% off of that price. That's nrvta.com. Order your RV Basics course today and start enjoying more worry-free camping this summer. With our worlds and lives in flux, camping may literally be just what the doctor orders. Literally. We sat down with Tiffany Oding and Lisa Margraves, a licensed professional counselor and a licensed clinical social worker, and they make it clear that time outside is something we all need. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I am Lindsay. I'm PJ. And I'm Clint. And we thank you for joining us today. Today, I'm really excited because there is so much going on in the world right now. It's got to be stressful, right? It is for me. Yeah. I know it is for Lindsay, too. She cut her hair. Yes, she did. (laughs) Uh, If you all can't see it, Lindsay cut her hair. So instead of being super stupid long, it's only just really long. It's true. Yeah. Hey, I cut like four feet off my hair. That, yeah. That's and wild because that you're only five foot two. <laughs> yeah, it was down to your knees and now it's only down your back. It's true. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, that is so off topic. <laughs> we are here to talk about stress because if you have avoided stress over the past few months, my hat is off to you. So we're visiting with our friends, Tiffany and Lisa, who we've known for a few years because they're just awesome. Welcome, guys. Thanks. We're so glad to be here. Thank you for having us. So I'm glad you're here to talk to us about what it's like in this world right now with stress and Mm -hmm. what you're seeing with the clients that you work with. Let's start out by, can you guys tell us who you are, what you do, and what your background right. is. They, they are experts, so here's why. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so we own a mental health practice called Revolutionary Wellness, and we are therapists by trade. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and I work um, across the lifespan using play therapy, animal-assisted therapy, and nature-based therapies just to help people um, with a lot of things. But primarily these days, it is stress anxiety feeling may overwhelmed. i ask which animal is the best at therapy is it a hedgehog oh that's a tough question <laughs> which animal is the best at therapy? have you what? worked with a hedgehog it depends on if the hedgehog has a phd actually it's a great question um just to digress for a moment because it really depends on if the animal wants to be in the therapeutic process or not uh yes so an animal uh who is not afraid and who is feeling safe is going to be more likely to be more helpful than mm-hmm. an animal who feels threatened or afraid but just, in general it's a dog right no ah <sighs> And, and that's the dogs really? get dogs get the best press. Like they have the better PR firms, I think. Ooh, but they have true. a bigger fan base, I think. They do. And right. it's just a little more accessible and common to work with dogs. And we do work with dogs. Yeah. But we also work with guinea pigs and rabbits. And there are people who work with snakes and all kinds of things. Wow. Um, like wow. animals that are therapeutic. That is a whole nother podcast. Right? Totally. It is a whole other podcast. We'll come wow. back for that. Okay. okay. Wow. Awesome. Um, I cut you off with that question. I'm it's sorry. okay. No, yeah, your you mind did. looks a little blown by my answer. So. I loved it. <laughs> I, I, I'll set you up for another I, one. I'm still stuck with hedgehog. I don't know what happened here. And Lisa. My name is Lisa Margrave. So Tiffany and I started this practice the very end of 2016. Mm-hmm. And we had both worked in the hospital systems for mental health and in, inpatient. And so what we did was we got together over a beer one night and we were just thinking about switching gears and what do we really want to do with our careers? And I had been in administration in hospitals for the past 15 20 years. And I was like, my whole goal is to keep people out of the hospital. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to start this thing, let's do it for all the clients that need mental health services. So people that have trouble affording it because it's expensive um, 
to people that can drop 120 a session. And um, so we, we just built it around, let's just do what we can do to help the age, the lifespan, and then mm-hmm. also whoever can afford it, we'll make it happen for them. Mm-hmm. So that's really how it started. And then with Tiffany's experience with animal assisted, and we'll talk more about this, I hope later, nature-based. So we bought a house that had a whole acre mm-hmm. and then it was split up perfectly for us. So one half of the the property is devoted to the practice and it's outside. We do most of our work outdoors and, and uh, so it's been, I mean, you know, the first five years, I'm sure PJ, you could talk about the first five years of starting this company. Yeah. It's been a roller coaster, <laughs> but we've stuck to the message and, and it's been sure. really great. And so the pandemics put a little kink, put a kinky, but um, right. it's, it's well, rolling. Welcome to the world with that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of us living through this with our clients. It's mm-hmm. been really interesting and needed and, so, and I'm a, a licensed clinical social worker. So we've got, we've kind of got a, a mix of our degrees in right. there. So we kind of focus on different things. And I see mm-hmm. more elderly clients, um, mm-hmm. uh, elderly, older adults. Older adults. Let me say that. Say it that way. <laughs> Is because it more respectful to say elder, it, older adults? I think so. Does because elderly sound frail and. Yes. And yeah. I think more about. More experienced clients. I, I, I think about my parents. You know, my parents are in their seventh, late seventies, and my father goes to work six days a week still, and my mother is in the yard. You know, so elderly isn't. Oh, they mean would, elderly anymore. No, yeah. I think they would be offended if I called them elderly for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that older adults. Older adults. Try it. Report back to us. We'd like to. Find <laughs> out. Oh my! So, let's get their perspective on this. <laughs> so we met you guys because well, uh, because we had a hurricane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Another very stressful time. It's true. Exactly. Tell us about that. Hmm. Lisa, you go. Okay, so this was another, (laughs) this is how we tend to make uh, our decisions in life is these, um, the the hurricane hit. Hurricane Harvey. 2017. Uh And we had just moved from Port Aransas, Aransas County. We worked in Corpus Christi Mm -hmm. and lived in Port Aransas. And um, um, And when she says just moved, it was like two months or three months. Before the hurricane. And my I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's why you felt so connected to all the people down there that were suffering. Mm -hmm. People were texting. They were our people. And they didn't have a lot of people. Port Aransas got hit. Uh, It felt like harder. Port Aransas got mostly wiped out. They they are still recovering down there. And Rockport, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, um, my son's uh, grandparents and his other mother live down there still and they are a very they're very steeped in that community um they're like sixth generation texans mm-hmm. that just yeah lived right. there and so they um you know nobody asked us to come but we partnered with you all you guys gave us that great pop-up camper which we still love yeah they took an yeah. a-liner <laughs> yeah they yes. took a pop-up a-liner down there yeah, yeah. and it remember because we had that car that we needed to pull something that wasn't too heavy and yes so you guys were so wonderful so it became kind of a symbol because we were there for a full year sure, and sure. then yep. hooked up with united way yep. down there kind of halfway through they started helping fund it and mm-hmm. so with y'all's help and united way and then tons of people gave money mm-hmm. um i thought we did some important work down there we, yeah we ended up seeing like over 450 people right. over wow. the course of that year just doing disaster relief um and really doing some stuff that we we're going to talk about today i'm just like kind of triaging stress symptoms right from a physical perspective mm-hmm. um, we even had some nurses that went down with us sometimes yes. because as we will talk about later mental health still just has such a stigma and people don't want to say well i'm feeling a certain way right. mm-hmm. but if yeah. i can you know see your blood pressure that is evidence to me that you are feeling some kind yes. of way mm-hmm. right. and and what we found is through offering like vitals um that, oh, wow. that opens the assessment door. the people would uh-huh. come in and we'd take their blood pressure offer them some cold water and as they were drinking the water and letting us take our blood their blood pressure uh-huh. which was really secondary to us 
then they started telling their stories. What a great opening because because yeah. it, it, it diffuses, yeah. it, it sets them up. Mm-hmm. They, I find people when they get just comfortable enough, they do want to. Yeah. And it's a quote-unquote like normal thing to Mm -hmm. take your blood pressure, to check your vitals. This is something that I need to do to keep me healthy. Mm -hmm. And the visual of your setup wasn't just, it wasn't just the little A-liner trailer, which is a pretty neat visual, but you really had a setup. It was an inviting thing. It it made a statement that people would see you from the road Mm -hmm. or wherever. And you had signage that says, check your vitals Mm -hmm. and and what else. It was, um, it was cool that we could be a part from our end. Do you have a picture of that that we can put in our show notes? Absolutely. Let's do that because that is a cool thing. Sure. And uh, I, you know, I I don't think I realized quite how you were working that, but what Mm -hmm. a brilliant idea. Over a beer. That came up. What? It was well, like twenty beer minutes. Beer is a wonderful thing in my book. <laughs> it right? is. Yeah, for me, it can be. All I think the ideas. Things. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because not to push the sell of your campers, but a lot of people would come into the to the A liner, and then remember we took a different one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the R pod. The R pod. The R pod. Yeah. And yeah. people would come in, and they're like, "Oh." Wait, this folds down, so we would we would show them. We'd like, look how easy it is. So yeah, but that connects you, makes you friendly. Absolutely. It makes you the neighbor next door, right? And makes them probably more comfortable mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know, I am I am just not understanding how to proceed." Right. Yes. And however, they relay that to you. I'm sure it's in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very much like. What's happening? Yeah. Now? So let's talk about the the here, the now, and, sure. and uh, what is what are you finding people are experiencing? What what do they mm. need to know? I find people are experiencing, um, as we would expect, a, a lot of isolation and subsequent um, symptoms of anxiety, depression, social kind of withdrawal, even a little social anxiety of like now that people are kind of reopening and coming mm-hmm. back. together with people um they're also feeling uncertain about how to interact with people again and stay safe and so um it's i just i'm seeing a lot of almost um the clinical term would be ruminating but i I don't want to sound too clinical but it is just like constantly thinking of how to stay safe how to um keep my family safe right how to provide for my family in this uncertain economic time Mm -hmm. I mean, we've really I've seen a, an uptick, certainly, of folks who are having career stress, work stress, marital, stress. marital stress, because right. everybody's right. all in one place, family stress. Family. And Kid, then kids are experiencing oh, it. The kids are I find the kiddos, they um, because they don't have the, as much language as mm-hmm. the adults, mm-hmm. it, it comes out in behavior. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. so their stress <laughs> comes out in what looks like defiant behavior or even aggressive behavior. And they just don't have the outlets that they want. That's had. why I've been acting out more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I completely we keep trying agree. to put him in time out. <laughs> I know. He won't go. He will not go. Yeah. I'm bigger um, than you. <laughs> but maybe he needs to go camping. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, yes. Mm-hmm. We all need to go camping. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're going camping tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Me too. Air high five. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Amazing okay. how that works <clears throat> out, right? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so it, it makes sense that there would be stress, right? Absolutely. You know, pandemic, people getting laid off, mm-hmm. yeah, the politics. I mean, mm-hmm. you just, uh, the protests, mm-hmm. so much going on in the right? world yes. can make people uncertain. Right now, is there something that's happening that you see that maybe we wouldn't expect. I absolutely. Um, one of the things, even where our office sits, is where we live as well. Right. And we have we have met more of our neighbors mm-hmm. in this. Right. <laughs> it has been, and it's been lovely because our our property sits on an acre, and most of the the lots there are that are that size, and so you're kind of isolated from your people and right. the, in your neighborhood. So for for instance, um, the other day we were out doing something to the property, uh, fixing the rabbit uh, habitat that we have there. And mm-hmm. a family walked by and it was like the fourth time I'd seen them walk by. So Tiff and I just walked over to the fence and we were like, hi, 
you know, we're, and then they started asking about their business and they said, we noticed you have a sign in the yard for parking. And, and so it just kind of brought us all together. So we, I know when I see my clients, I tend to try to help them see, cause they come in talking about all the anxiety and the depression and things that are happening. And my job I've noticed lately has been, okay, let's see, this is such a social work thing too. Let's flip and see what the strengths are about what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And they can quickly say, well, you know what I do? I'm spending way more time with my kid. Yeah. You know, I do have to break off and go to a meeting, but you know, I'll, I'll set a boundary for my kid. And I'm like, great, you're setting a boundary. <laughs> right. And then, but you know what? I'm outside playing with them a lot more. And I'm like, that's fabulous. And that's so huge. We're seeing mm -hmm. a lot of that, uh, more connection with people because we're kind of forced to kind we of- We have to talk to each other, <laughs> right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Even though our Netflix account, we've been using yeah. that too. But <laughs> same so time true. though, we're seeing a-, a a lot more people out and about, which has been really nice. Mm -hmm. And so what about you? Does that sound? Yeah, I think um, something I think that I, and again, this will go back to kind of the more clinical side of this, but I'm sure we can joke about it. Going back to the kiddos, because um, I tend to see more kids as clients. Mm -hmm. and, and the my work, I've seen more of an uptick in my work with parents. Um, I always work with parents. I see every parents of every kid I see at least once a month. But now sometimes it's twice a month because they're home with them more. And mm -hmm. it's great that they're having more interaction. Right. But also, especially when school was in session, they were they were being parent, teacher, you know, school lunch worker. Right. Um, and also <gasps> doing their job, you know, and housekeeping all at the mm -hmm. same time. And so yes. helping parents find ways to connect with their kids Um but that also helped them manage their stress. Um, and I guess that was something to be expected, but I think what was unexpected about it was just how kids were showing up to that mm -hmm. um, behaviorally. Like the parents were like, I just don't understand what's happening. Why are they so upset? And I'm like, dude, they're in a crisis too. And so parents don't think of it that way. They don't have the words to say, Hi, I'm four and I'm super stressed. Right, because <laughs> I see you super stressed. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, they don't, they, I think a lot of parents, um, sometimes us included with our kid, like we didn't always think about how this was impacting him because they, from the outside, it looks like, oh, well, you guys are just getting to stay home and play some extra video games. Exactly. But yeah. then over the course of time, it's like, oh, you're also not getting any social interaction right. with your peers and you're just in here all the time with us. And so that's been turns right. out that playground time is important. Absolutely. So important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's really stressful on families when the parents have to be the playground time. Right. Yes. I mean, on top of the teacher, mm -hmm. the school, the right. constant management mm -hmm. yeah. yeah taking wow. my kids places was certainly like a way to do something new and different mm -hmm. even if it was just yeah. going to target Change it was like hey mm -hmm. we're looking around at stuff we can play with a couple toys we can you know just going places and that's yeah Off the you table. can't go anywhere so right. it's like mm -hmm. now i have to turn my house into something new and different constantly the best day ever every yeah. day every day <laughs> that's a lot of stress now, no no pressure now if i may ask sure some sometimes i i can fully admit that it's hard for me to step away long enough or pull away long enough to to say hey you know what i i've I'm a little bit stressed. I'm snapping a little bit more and all mm -hmm. that. What are some indicators someone might be able to just say, I myself am noticing this more. I probably have some stress and some anxiety and things going on. What are some indicators someone might be able to identify themselves and go, I, I should this is pick starting up a to phone happen. and call yeah. someone or say, you know? Yeah. I think the, the first one that comes to mind for me is sleep. Me too. Mm -hmm. When you, if you're having trouble getting to sleep, staying asleep, oversleeping, not wanting to get out of bed. Um, waking up in the middle of yes. the night and not being able to get back to sleep. Because so if you instantly you have a toddler. <laughs> I know, that's yes. a hard one. But, yeah. <laughs> but if you notice that like your appetite has changed where you mm -hmm. just don't feel like eating or you're overeating, uh -huh. mm -hmm. that's always a biggie. But the sleep sleep's eating. so big mm -hmm. because your brain has to recharge and... You it's know, a snowball effect. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The stress and, makes you not sleep mm -hmm. and then the no sleep makes you stressed. And right. 
And I think a lot of people overlook those two things because they're physical things and don't relate them with a mental health concern. Right. Interesting. And so they'll go to the doctor and be like, well, I need some sleep meds Yeah. because I'm not sleeping. Well, really what you might need to do is process through your anxiety and your fear about everything Mm -hmm. that's happening right now. Maybe you need sleep meds too, but I think that's that processing part often gets overlooked because Mm -hmm. it's like, I, this is a physical yeah. thing. Why would Give I call? Give me a pill to fix this. Why would right. I call a therapist? Or right. or sure. why would I take some other action to deal with this sleep issue? Well, and a huge population out there won't ever call a therapist anyway, no matter what. Right. That's true. And, and mm-hmm. there's always that piece of it. Uh, well, you know what? This is this is pretty stressful to talk about. You know what? We have an RV podcast. Did you know that? What? Yeah, <laughs> we do. I, I guess what I want to know and what I the reason that we called you was because we are seeing a change in our business as well. Mm-hmm. I think change is an understatement, but OK, I, we're go having ahead. An, OK, well, how would you describe it? It sounds like a boom. Uh, yeah. Gravitational shift. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Oh, nice. The axis of our world is moved mm-hmm. significantly so because we have so many people trying to figure out what to do next so they come in and they're thinking an rv is a good way to be safe and right. be outside yeah what they're thinking i think originally most people is i can get from here to grandma's house and, and not be stay safe. in a hotel mm-hmm. yeah right yeah mm-hmm. and use my own bathroom and cook my own food it's a way that we can do things and be safe and in the meantime, you know, if somebody has to stay with me, they've got a place to live. So it's kind of a, it feels like a necessity. I think those people are rationalizing, actually, but um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's another therapy Come session. on down and rationalize yeah. it, Princess Crab. <laughs> but we have a ton of newbies. Mm-hmm. And when I say newbies, they're people that this did not even occur to them until Last a month week. ago, yeah, like yeah. us four years really? ago, yeah. That, we had never set foot in an RV, really. Yeah, and never thought about <laughs> no. the opportunity. So people are going, okay. Hotels are weird, so don't want to fly. Bing, mm-hmm. here we are. Mm-hmm. Right. So we've got this huge influx. Um, we're the reason we wanted to 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 chat is because. How is that going to connect with all the things that you're seeing? Because we know that it does, but we're not the experts. You guys are. Mm. So that makes sense to me, PJ. Like if people if you're seeing an uptick with the newbies, I I meaning like it's not an age thing. It's just people that have never considered buying an RV. Never considered. Mm -hmm. And and there's certainly some that have considered a little, but yeah. ton of newbies well kind of like what i was saying about we're seeing so many more people outside Uh including ourselves to be honest because we're you know in an office all day and our day might consist of seven clients just back to back and we'll Mm -hmm. walk outside to take a breath in between you know for 10 minutes so that makes complete sense to me because i know when i see clients i don't know about you usually we get around to because a lot of times clients will say I've tried that, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, and I've talked about this before and I'm super frustrated. This is my third therapist and oh. a lot, I know it because people really want to feel better. They just mm-hmm. really don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I might suggest to them, okay, I'm not the best advocate or I, it doesn't show that I might get out and walk a lot, but that needs to, that's one thing maybe we should focus on. So let's set up a plan to where you get your butt outside once it once a week just start mm-hmm. there and also there's so many good apps where you can track what you mm-hmm. do just to show that you're right. prove to yourself you're doing it we all know that going outside just makes you feel better even like you said for 10 minutes or you right. know a two-hour walk or going camping you know you just kind of get that sense mm-hmm. of like ah, for a second but like why why does it make us feel like yes that? okay so in and at least in our practice, we work from a model called the biopsychosocial spiritual model. Huh? Whoa. I'm going to say it again. And I have a chart that, that Clint can post later. It sounds cool. So biopsychosocial spiritual model of working. So bio means okay. like physical health, uh-huh. uh, psycho, emotional health, not like the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, social, meaning like relationships. Okay. Sure. 
and spiritual meaning soul energy your chi whatever it is that 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 you believe makes you tick okay and so if we're looking at the bio part there there are chemical changes that happen in your body when you are outside and you are experiencing pleasantness outside uh -huh. and even if it's not that pleasant and it's blazing hot you're still getting some vitamin d you're sweating out toxins right there are all kinds of like biological wonderful things physical things that, that happen. happen in nature and so that's one piece of it and then um the psychological piece the emotional piece there's all kinds of sensory things that happen in nature where you walk past you know a, a rosemary bush and you're reminded of maybe something that your grandmother cooked with rosemary or like and you're connected to other things right. through the senses i think the senses thing is huge because whenever i have a kid that's spastic i mean mm -hmm. just just losing their mind inside we've run out of go outside i just pick them up <laughs> we go outside and it's a switch it's a whole right. new world out mm -hmm. there right. and it, right. i don't think it necessarily changes for us as adults just pick ourselves up and take ourselves outside <laughs> It's a switch. I think some of it is like the physical walls. Like, yes, oh, we right. are surrounded by physical walls. Mm -hmm. And when you go outside, even if you don't actually think about it, Space. your brain is like, oh, look, no more walls. We're mm -hmm. free and happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Go back inside. Do some work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's part of the psychological piece. And then the social piece with nature is really part of our relationship with nature, the communing with nature, the um the little organisms that are existing in nature that we have a we have a connection to those things mm -hmm. and a relationship to the earth and to the ecosystems of nature. Yes. And so that's the social piece. In addition to we can there's also more room now to do that in social distance so nature actually gives an opportunity for us to be near or nearish to people that we can't necessarily be close to in an indoor setting so mm -hmm. that's kind of the social piece and the spiritual piece kind of just depending on your beliefs but there is you know there's an energy source in the earth and getting literally grounded i mean like bare feet on the ground some people call it earthing mm -hmm. where you're, yes you know where they say you get energy from the earth right, that's and right stand out barefooted for 10 minutes yeah, right and there's minutes. science to that i don't have it right here but there is science to that and so um just that reconnecting to the earth and the source the great energy source that is that's that's how it works I and mean, that's so kind of you're my not answer. only feeling better in one way it's literally like a four-part like all all of mm -hmm. it at once yes i holistic improvement of self and that is if, really cool like if you looked at that model uh -huh. and there was a piece of that that was lacking you might focus on that if you choose to mm -hmm. like oh i I didn't even think of the the spiritual side of this. I need maybe I should focus on that and it might shift my perspective a little. Yeah, the second you know? the second you said earthing, I was like, I don't remember the last time I was barefoot outside. Right. I need oh, to do that. Do like that the second today. you said that, yeah. I was like, hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I've noticed too as a clinician, I, I I am doing that more often because my work has now moved from outdoor nature assisted therapy to over an electronic platform. And I hate it. I yeah. love working with my clients, but yeah. I really am craving right. the, the nature connection that I used to right. have with them. So, and so when I have breaks, I will go outside and just kind of walk the perimeter. It's all about your weekly get the mail. Like, I don't even check the mail anymore. Oh, the daily? <laughs> or the daily. Like, and you'll, I'll see her if I'm on a call, I'll just see her walking to the mailbox and i'll think mm -hmm. they haven't come yet but i don't even stop her i'm like no no <laughs> do your right. walk to the, that's to right. the mailbox. So walk to that's the mailbox. so funny yeah. we walked to the mailbox yesterday and that's our thing we do after school because the kids get to like ride their bikes right? and yesterday my husband was like i already checked the mail and i was like shh don't tell them we're <laughs> <laughs> going anyway right right <laughs> yeah that's, that's great well i've always told people you know you have different conversations with your kids when you're camping, yes, oh. than you would ever have at home. That is very so, true. One hundred percent. We yep. have we have found that for sure. And that makes that makes perfect sense because every all of your inputs change. Mm -hmm. Everything changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And yet again, true. You also have different conversations with your spouse, your significant other, your mm -hmm. parents. If you go camping with them every now and then, it, just being away from the kitchen table with the stack of bills I mean, and the yeah. TV yes. and the radio, like. 
you ha- you have to talk about something else. That's right. You have a campfire and stars. It's Look going to change all the things. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know, uh, so many people that will hear this will already be embedded in the RV lifestyle. But if they're not, the other thing that I worry about here is that people that say, "Yeah, I'm just going to get a trailer. It'll get us from here to Grandma's. <laughs> we'll camp along the way. It'll be fun." Not unless you have Clint on the speed dial. Do I? <laughs> what a, what a ball of stress they just signed up for. Okay, right. This is not like checking into a hotel no, at it Disney is not. World. So. Right. Right. You might be like causing more stress if you're yeah. not thinking it through. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, true. Or you could be the person who's scared of everything. So you don't even try it because it's too scary. Now, you guys have some firsthand experience <laughs> of being a newbie yes. RVer yes. when you rented your A-frame. So tell us about that. Any suggestions? Any ideas? Oh, read the Besides manuals. Clint on speed dial. Huh? Yeah. 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 Have Clint on so speed nice dial. To have Clint. My um, phone number will be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i i think one yeah. of you if you if you're a pair a couple mm-hmm. doing it one of you really has to be good about reading instructions which is <laughs> tiffany <laughs> i am more of it'll be fine let's Clint, try it and if it doesn't work we'll figure something Clint out put that all is, the stuff and we like got the mantra. stuff but then that's little me. things would happen right that you just couldn't help and mm-hmm. so having one of us that was Way better at, okay, did you get the manual? I didn't look at the manual. And, you know, so somebody take that very seriously because it did get us through. Um, But then the other side is a lot of times we had to think on our feet and just figure it out. Which is camping. Right. Yes. Totally. That was more of my skill set was, oh, what if we just blah, 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 and we shift this. And because Tiffany's way more black and white and structured in that way. And she's like. Oh, I would have never thought of doing it that way. So it's true. It yeah. kind of we kind of canceled each other out in the sense of we figured it out. So she's a process and procedure specialist, absolutely. and you are a pivot specialist. Yeah. Oh, pivot. Pivot. Oh, wow. Wow. What a good description. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there always is a way around it. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that something we talk about with newbies is that there isn't I, I mean, there there really are not a lot of catastrophic failures. No. When you're camping. There are Significant inconveniences mm-hmm. for a period of time. Memory if you don't makers. have air conditioner <laughs> and it's 90 degrees and it won't come on and it's 10 o'clock at night, you can't really leave. You just got to mm-hmm. tough it out. Right. Yeah, that's a memory maker. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think, too, um, one thing that was really helpful, and this is just a practical thing that we had, was a, a little bag or have a backpack or whatever, but just with some essential, like, like a little survival toolkit like have right. have the duct tape have the good knife <laughs> yep. have some rope have some bungees like just <laughs> like we literally bought a um what's the knife we bought with all the things on it a Swiss, army, a Swiss knife? army knife no it was a leatherman a leatherman i, I love my leatherman oh, yeah. yes i know i'm going Even camping because I, I pull it out i'm like there it is this is the piece de resistance. <laughs> right. I, I you can do anything packed. with that. I am now packed. <laughs> Leatherman and duct tape. Mine right. even has a toothbrush on it, Lindsay. Pretty much. <laughs> almost anything. And the yeah, other thing we loved, we took, we rented uh, one of the RVs after the whole hurricane experience mm-hmm. oh, with yeah. you guys. Well, yeah, you. I would like to plug. You guys were so kind I to know. offer that to us. So, so we took it you. to Inks Lake. We went yes. to, so yeah. it wasn't I even that Inks far. Lake. We took Great it to park. Inks Lake. Mm-hmm. We we swam in the uh, LBJ Lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so great. But the other thing I love about the RV experience that we were newbies, definitely because it was so different than going down to Port A mm-hmm. and w- working, is that uh-huh. our neighbors? Like we had to go over to someone next door and say, "Hey, do y'all have a what?" I don't remember what it was, but I remember uh-huh. walking over to the next person and kind of gently. Right. They were outside sitting out and they were so sweet so that whole community kind of it's a great community mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. And, and it was and they were like first time i mean kind of <laughs> laughing at us <laughs> we were like hey, i forgot the I, everybody's been there in the rv community yeah. yes, yes. everybody yeah. everyone has there. those well they were kind yeah. and we mm-hmm. were kind of joking about. i find it yeah, yeah i love that that piece about the rv community of what i know of it is people just uh-huh. like just ready to help because they've right, Clint, because they've been there. No, yeah. it was me backing it in because oh I'm a terrible oh. backer in. Oh. 
And See, I hate that when people try to help you back up. Well, he, they were not judging, but literally, <laughs> and I have four brothers, so, and they, they have tried to teach me. So I'm, you're used to people yeah, judging. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> that, that they, judging is not new. They sit there with their scorecards. You got your, and I, that is, those are my brothers, but I don't know if it's like this inherent thing that they just were born with, that they, they're all good at it. And so I will practice. Clint, are you good at it? Can I? Can I, I, I jump had to in work here? On it. Uh, well, these guys help me. I was okay. Wait, wait, wait. We wait, like wait. those people. Those yeah. people are fine. He was very. They were sweet. But I will tell you, I have a few hot buttons, and we have now hit two of them oh, no. in our conversation. Okay. I need some. And, and what was before we actually turned on the recorder? Her, her, her channel went all red <laughs> over here. <laughs> can Yikes. you back it? Oh gosh, yes. Oh man, you should see her on a forklift. Well, nice. there's nothing she can't okay. do. No, okay. No, no. First of all, when we had a boat, when I was a kid, my dad would get out of the truck so that he could watch everybody's faces while my mom backed yes. the boat down the boat ramp faster than any of the nice. other guys. That is just takes awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. Right? Why am I good at backing up trailers? Because you do it, done a lot. it a lot. I have done it forever. I have probably towed and backed up more trailers than... Lots of you people. might be better at backing trailers than walking forward. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I am better at nice. things that roll right? than walking. Um, that's 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 yeah, good point. But here's the thing. Um, you, I just don't know where to start what here because PJ's lid has been flipped. Here yes, is the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. You know, men aren't better backers than women. Women aren't better backers than men. That's true. Men have more practice in general because when there's a man and a woman, the man wants to back up. Absolutely. So how many people get the opportunity to back up more men than women? What does it take to be good at backing up a trailer? Practice. Practice backing up a What does it take to be good at going forward? Going forward? Gravity and a downhill. Are women better drivers than men? I think that's a debatable point that some people would choose aside. The reality is, Maybe. the reality is, it's you know, yeah, everybody can drive forward, right? Yeah, right, for right. sure, because they practice. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's it. Off I my was, soapbox. Moving on. I think oh. I was surprised that they weren't judgy. Yeah, and then it's just in my nature to be like. Hi, backing in, doing yes. terribly. Um, any advice? You know, and, yeah. and they uh, yeah. were really sweet. And, 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 and there not was judgy. always someone who will help. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. But and I that did is get better. So nice. Yeah. See, oh, I'm way better than me. I'm more sure. of like, even if people are being nice and not judgy, I still don't like it because. It's, it's just confusing. Turn it yeah. this way. Stressful. Turn it. Th- okay. Now that way. And I'm right. just like, if you just go away and just let mm-hmm. me do it incorrectly a few times then like I'll figure it out. But if someone is in my mirror and pointing different ways and using different terminology, uh, just right. Yeah. But just if you ahead. had to come to work and back a trailer into a slot every day when you got to work, you would get really good at it. I mean, I do that sometimes. Sweet. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> I know yeah. what you're doing every we morning. We just need to practice. <laughs> no. We just need to practice. Yeah, I find that that for anything in that realm or something like that, it, I I love to prejudge myself. Yes, and, and then yeah. I then put I can judgment in then I can put that on someone else that right. they also have been prejudging me. Uh, well, I will say that is the probably the number one deterrent of women camping and oh, traveling. With we the hear trailer. that all the time. Oh I really gosh, because they are afraid to back. Up. I don't think I can handle it. Would by you myself. say number two is the sewage hoses? Um, I think it's just the mechanical overwhelmingness if they're not really mechanically oriented. Uh huh. Or have had a lot of experience with it. That's probably the second one. Uh-huh. But overwhelmingly, number one is backing up. It causes so much stress. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's stressful for men as well. They just don't show it. And they don't want to say they can't do also, it. Also, yeah. another mental health issue. Yeah. <laughs> men. men <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Interna- By the way. we internalize it. We carry it. And some of us cry ourselves to sleep alone. <laughs> but you still try to back up a trailer. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a different way of coping with it. Like it would um, literally stop somebody from b- getting an RV. Oh, yes. all, the all the time. Yes. All the time. Wow. So if you're or listening don't out there, get the trailer, we don't really want. have that option. Yeah. 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 We've seen well, people buy no a trailer and n- never take it out for the first two years because they, they, they <gasps> bought it. They're too afraid. They had someone help them park it and then they are what? locked. 
and they're afraid they're going to get stuck and oh, they can't get out. Okay, is, if this helps any woman with the decision to go ahead and man, do it, or, or but, but you're saying if if, if a woman mm-hmm. is like, well, I won't buy it because of the. I have to tell you, I had to pull forward and redo it because I would not let those guys get mm-hmm. in and do it for mm-hmm. me, and because I just wanted to do it. Good, and you committed to to learning. Absolutely, it. and I, my my son was watching me, and I wanted him to see, honey, it it, it doesn't work the first time. It's right. okay. He was exactly. like like seven at the mm-hmm. time, and so I kept doing it, and and um, when I finally got it, I was like. Oh, yeah. you know, yes. I, I was oh so God. proud of myself for yeah. getting it done that, uh, and then I had to hook up the sewage thing, which I don't mind, which was not terrible. That was not a big deal at all. You just hear that yeah. and you think, right. Ew, and it was not bad. The, yeah, the that's imagery, the stories no, are way worse than that. You put actual. a hose in a hole. That's it. It's really that Literally, easy. Literally, that's it. And the other thing I want to mention too is YouTube is a good thing because yes. sometimes mm-hmm. if it was late and we're mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, what, what do we have to do again? YouTube. Tiffany would YouTube it and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, you just boop, blop. You just boop, blop. You boop, yeah. blop, beep, I, and we're done. I fixed, <laughs> yeah, I, I fixed the washer on YouTube. You know, nice. you just yeah. read it, watch it enough, and mm-hmm. somebody shows you how to do it, and then you. I figure the worst that can happen is I call a repairman, and he has to put it back together. But <laughs> right. Taking, a, mm-hmm. taking anything apart is really pretty easy. I think yeah. Lisa has yeah. fixed or built half of our practice, including some of the RV work that we did with YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah, know, you true. can learn a lot. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question. Yeah. How many times did you have to pull up and back? Was like, it less than 10 or more than 10? It was It was like right at 10. Right at 10? That's pretty good. Yeah. Because I tell people, if you get to 30, <laughs> then you're Maybe too stressed. Take it over. Then Take dr- a break. Phone Take it up yeah. and, and go find a parking lot. Right. Until you get to that point, guys, keep trying. just keep trying. Right. You will Nothing get terrible this. is going to happen. I think yes. that's something that I have to remind mm. myself because, yeah, if I know that people are looking at me and I'm just like, oh, I hate this, like, I have to remind myself that nothing bad is going to happen. Right. Like, nothing, like, it's going to be fine. I'm just stressed. So, like, it's not like yes. I have to do this or the world will end. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I'm not shooting down comments here. Just that is a real uh, like that term. I use it a lot with some of my clients is what's the worst thing that can yes. happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I maybe, use that with my four year old and it's very <laughs> yes. age inappropriate. He's like, it helps me. Like, for like sure. yeah. it's OK, dude. Nothing bad's going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. So somebody uh, is a little stressed, but they still get out there and go camping. Mm -hmm. Any last words of they're out there, they're trying to relax, and it just all feels so overwhelming still. Or foreign. Maybe they don't go out enough. Yeah. 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 This is still, any new situation is stressful. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? So they're trying to do something to de-stress. Yeah. I think um, the first thing, honestly, that comes to my mind is take a journal. Like, be out there, have those feelings, and then get those feelings out on paper. And I'm scared to death. I don't know what I'm doing. What's yeah. going to happen next? These are and my just last write notes. It down. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> write it down because then it gets outside of you. And mm-hmm. then, you know, later when you're feeling better, you can burn that in the fire if you want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, campfire. Let it go. Yeah. Campfire. Um, yeah, I think the other thing that I think helps in all situations, but in particular when you're camping, like, have a plan. Like, don't just get in the RV and go like make a plan of, okay, here's how I'm going to, here's how I'm going to have my meals and here's how my stuff is organized. And Mm -hmm. I know where everything is. I know where the fire extinguisher is. I know where this or that or the other. And just know, know your space. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that it's kind of like a parallel to know yourself and you're going to feel more comfortable with yourself. Know your space and you're going to feel more comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. or your space rather. Um, I cut you off a second ago. No, I, that, because I, I think that's why we were successful on that one trip we, we've taken is that you really are a good planner. And <laughs> but then the spontaneous part of once we got there, I kind of took over. Mm-hmm. But there it decreased our stress level, not only for us, but for our seven year old mm-hmm. who was in a new space, too. And we didn't. So we brought things for from home for him so he wouldn't feel you know, he we so he said, how many like stuff animals can I in a bring? New place yeah. is yeah, always sure. weird and stuff yes. like that. And so, so even adults planning, like yeah. bring comforting things from home. Yeah, on your camping yeah. trip. I yeah. would say sounds like a good idea is to bring a friend. 
Totally. Yeah. Bring a friend, somebody yeah. to talk to, somebody mm-hmm. to say, hey, I don't know how to do this. Maybe they'll talk you off the ledge. Maybe they'll join you. Totally. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. at least you'll be they'll together. Be two of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Right, right. I love that. Another yeah. thing is I always feel like if you do these opportunities, take opportunities to go outside, take trips like this, camping trips, it some don't think it's an immediate thing. Sometimes mm, it takes mm-hmm. a day or two to, for it to, for you to get some of that stuff out for you yes, to reset. Give it true. time. Yeah. If you only are there for a short trip, make sure that you do it enough because I find that the the more you go camping on these just two or three day journeys, you actually get better mm-hmm. at releasing it. So so yeah. we're starting out, it may take a day or two to start to feel that relief. But once you've gone on three, four, five of these short trips, it may just take you 30, 30 minutes to start right. feeling the relief. Mm-hmm. Learning to relax in nature takes time. but yeah. It's a learned yeah. skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be patient with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm ready to go sit outside mm-hmm. and for sure get some outdoor time. Even if you're not RVing, um, is, is an afternoon in the park even helpful? Oh, Absolutely. We we started going down to the farmer's market on Sundays or Saturdays mm-hmm. now just mm-hmm. to, I mean, we have our masks on and we're following mm-hmm. all the guidelines, but just to be out. Yes. And um, so we're trying to find new ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Now that we're back here, we're about to walk through the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I because think. We, oh, go ahead. No, because we've talked about, we just went up to Hunt, Texas last week and we have this favorite spot on the Guadalupe and you know, that we can float the river and, Mm -hmm. and our whole thing is we would love to find a spot to where we, we don't have to be in a hotel Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and do that. Welcome to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the world. I think one thing I want to add to that about, um, is it helpful to go to a park? Absolutely. The other thing that we have found helpful and we've been trying to, and if you can, not everyone can do this, but if you can, um, just camp in your yard. Yes. Like, um, yeah, we've been telling people to do that. We did that couple, to prep. Well, just to since just we, to have a different when the, change. Of yeah, when the parks were all closed, we're like, yeah. just go camping in your driveway or in your right. backyard. And, and we did that a couple, two or three weeks ago, just for a. We took a twenty-four hour period and really committed to each other. Like, okay, we're only and going to go inside to go to the bathroom or if we really really need something and so we had set up our tent in the backyard and no phones no phones nothing and it was really fun and it was super accessible like we just got one of those little pop-up tents from you know a department store or whatever and Mm -hmm. um a couple of air mattresses which we didn't necessarily need but we wanted (laughs) Um, and And then there's that yeah Yeah. but but the tent held the three of us us and our son and and had a great time and so it just gets you like a reset it was kind of a reset Button. It was a total right. reset. And so if you have an RV and you want to just camp in your RV in your driveway or whatever, yeah. like yeah. do it. It's or not you, as silly as it once was. Right. <laughs> like everyone's and, and doing it now. And I would say yeah. if you have yard space or if you have any sort of outdoor space, maybe you live in an apartment and all you have is your balcony. If you Ooh, can take yeah. this time to cultivate that space and bring nature in. I know we've been doing more gardening and bringing plants and all kinds of things. So even if all you have is a small space. Cultivate that space to bring nature to you right. if you can't be fully, you know, mm-hmm. immersed in nature. That is good advice. Wow. 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 And so if you don't have, well, I'm sitting Sorry. here just <laughs> thinking about. Making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm used to it. <laughs> but what a great point. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Get out there and just be outside, even yes. if it's, what, two hours, even if you just spend a little time. Even if it's 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes. I mean, I mean the wow. longer the better. But but if you've only got 10 minutes, don't dismiss that. Yeah. Like, do that 10 minutes can make a difference in your day. Well, one of the things we did when our son had to come home after spring break and be like most of the, all mm-hmm. the kids is Tiff bought a, um, oh, yeah from target y'all i don't like a, a hammock like that three, three hammocks three hammocks and we put it up because we we're so blessed we have all these trees in our yard and he would come he would leave he had 10 minute breaks where they give him a reset he would go out to mm-hmm. the just lay in a hammock for five minutes and and uh and reset i mean and we kind of made him do it at first we were like why don't you go outside and just take a breath yeah. and then by the end of all this school year he was like i'm gonna be in the hammock nice <laughs> it's like his like, spot oh, it is yeah. yeah yeah 
Oh, that's nice. very cool. Yeah, easy reset. And for, they make stands. You can buy a hammock with a stand on totally. it. Totally. Sure. Put it anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Go so, hang in a hammock. We got a hammock recently, too, and um, it is the fave mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. So if you can be your own adult in your life, tell yourself to go to your hammock for 10 minutes. <laughs> right. You will yeah. find, you will find that right. you, as the child in your own life, will attach to it. Get your stink all over your own hammock, and it, and you'll you'll connect to it. You'll find the benefit, and you'll start to love it, and then you'll just send yourself out there. Yes. Well, the overwhelming message I think here today is go outside. Go outside. Go outside. outside. Yeah, one way or another, go outside and uh, yeah, connect with nature. Get into it or bring it to you. Mm-hmm. However, it there works. are real physical benefits. Mm-hmm. Biopsychosocial bio, spiritual. All right, that's our new mantra. <laughs> Let's see if I can do it. Bio, come on, Lindsay. Biopsychosocial bio, spiritual. Spiritual. Crushed okay. it. Right? No, I don't think we it's crushed my it. But we made it through. <laughs> we'll we'll send a chart. <laughs> I think well, we should end this podcast with a cupcake, a deep breath. Oh, okay, we're than all going to get unstressed. So if you're right. listening, you ready? We're all going to take a deep breath. Ready? Hey. See, it works. Ah. Now yeah. go outside. Okay. <laughs> thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Guys. Awesome. Thank you for coming. Thank you, guys. <laughs> awesome. Well, hanging out with Tiffany and Lisa is always cool. They've done so many great things from the time that we met them with taking a trailer down to do, uh, what was it Harvey? It wasn't even Harvey. Yeah, it was. It was Harvey? Hurricane Harvey. I can't remember the name of Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. I know, I get confused too. But uh, it just literally wiped out so many places on the coast. They're still recovering, but mm-hmm. with such great hearts and a good idea, they went down there and they helped a whole lot of people. And now they have information that kind of helps us right now. I think it's cool because, I don't know, I think, yeah, it's kind of common sense that going outside makes you feel better, but I always wondered why, what is it that makes us feel better when we go outside? So I feel smarter. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got some tools in my tool belt. Do you feel when motivated I'm feeling to go? a little anxious. Yes. Nice. Well, you know, I, I think that it motivated me that when I'm getting a little anxious, even here at the dealership, I might just walk outside and yeah i don't know take my shoes off stand on the hot concrete and just regroup no, look at the sky i think, I think it's you need too to get hot off the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> off the concrete i think hey I, if that's all you got take your shoes off go outside stand in the grass it's and crazy. if you feel like your iron's low just grab a handful of that dirt and just chow oh, down come on come on well it was great to talk to them remind ourselves that camping is healthy so is eating dirt what <laughs> Oh, you guys. I am so sorry. (laughs) We got to get out of here because I'm about to go camping. And I want Cajun food all of a sudden. (laughs) Bye. Mud bug. We'd like to remind you to check out our show sponsor. That's the NRVTA. They have the home study course that you can download or get on a USB drive. Do use that promo code RVSmallTalk when you check out for 10% off. We can't recommend them enough. They have a great product. You will understand your RV better and you'll be more prepared when you're on the road. That's right. Aren't you just curious? Go to NRVTA.com and check it out. Perfect. Well, that's it for this time. Thank you so much. All right. Go outside. Be healthy. And we love hearing from you guys. So check out our Facebook page and check out our website at rvsmalltalk.com. See you next time.